Hey there, and welcome to the Leaving Today podcast, where our goal is to offer an insightful, informative, and sometimes humorous look into the world of the Disneyland Resort and the Disney IP. So please pull up a chair, put on your headphones, and enjoy the show. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Okay. Let's do this. <laughs> we're live again. We're, we're here again. We and like this. This is good. 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 So, good evening, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, my name is Mark, and with me, uh, as always, is Udi. Yep, that's me. Cool. How 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 have you been doing? Uh, good. 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 Uh, been um, doing the same stuff. Uh, working on the other my other projects, and uh, good. Awesome. You know, pretty much of all my projects, I finished up that project over there. Yes. Um, working on this project with you. Got the other project that we're both working on. Yes. Uh, then I've got my other standing projects, the Bad or Bad, and then uh, wherever um, I need to help uh, Mr. Lee on there with Plastic Sushi, I jump in and uh, I'll be taking over some editing duties over there. So, yeah. Good. Staying busy. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> All right, for those of you tuning in from uh, iTunes, thank you very much. Yep, for iTunes for is cool. Uh, be sure to leave a comment, positive or negative, or a question. I'll try to an- We will try to answer yep. it for you. I like negative ones. Negative I'm not afraid ones. of those. Do follow us on Twitter at AdLeavingTodayPod, um, and also visit us at LeavingTodayPodcast.com, uh, where everything will be housed as well. Yep. Yeah. You see our lovely mugs. <laughs> no, really not, but that's no. all right. <laughs> well, tonight we're going to talk a little, a little bit about Frontierland. Um, but before we get into that, let's talk about a couple issues going on with the park. Yep. This this um, the, this for this first quarter of 2016, um, tons of closures going on right now uh, yep. for for the Star Wars build. Still uh, torn with this. Yes. I mean, th- like we've had it before. We've said it before, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so right now we've got Autopia is closed, but that's not for Star Wars. That's for uh, actually they're doing a Honda overlay. Honda's taking over a sponsorship of Autopia. Um, so I don't know what what sort of improvements we're going to see. Um, you, you know, Autopia is always was always to me was always this weird kind of um, throwback, right? Kind of like reminder when I was a little kid. And and the funny thing about Autopia was to me was that half the time that I went. It always seemed like it was closed. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, closures today, Autopia. So, what? <laughs> Man, I just want to drive the car. And then the other thing about Autopia, which was always funny for me, is like, I never felt like I was actually steering the dang thing. Oh, uh, no. You know what I mean? No. It's like, I'm turning it, and I'm like, I, I want to go right. I want to go right. And then you hit the rail, and you're like, no, I'm going right. <laughs> and so, right. You know? so I, I, I liked it because it was kind of fun, and you could still accelerate and decelerate. That was kind of fun. Sure. But, uh, yeah, the steering was always... But it was just like almost like, hey, man, just... Just sit in seat, hit the pedal, and just let mm. it do its thing. <laughs> yeah, its first iteration, you know, um, it didn't have a guide rail. It was just the, it was an open lane. Nice. And you could pass, but the problem is people would just wreck the cars. Oh yeah. And it got too costly for for 
busy man to keep up. But um, <laughs> just people going ham around the corner. Yeah, I mean, on your left, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, it's one of those rides. Actually, I always avoid because I'm six four. And yeah, dude, I can I can see you trying to like squeeze in anything. You look like uh, what's his name? Um, God, why did I forget the character from Monsters Inc.? Oh, I don't, Sully. Uh, Sully. You yeah. can see like Sully trying to squeeze into it. I mean, it'd be I can see you trying to be like I can make it in there. Yeah, I mean, I usually ride with one of my daughters, and um, I have I have laughed many times with my shin just cut, <laughs> cut open. Yeah. Um, but I will tell you, it's it's always fun once I get on it because. It, because it's just it's just it, fine. Yeah, <laughs> like I said, it is like it's a throwback. So it's like for as like imperfect as it is on so many levels. Yeah. But it's still it's like it just gives it its air. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. To see so see, see it close and and, and it's, to me I'm like figures because yeah, like I said it's just to me it's always been like is that topi open? Oh, it's closed. It's closed. All right. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Um, all right. So right, we also have the Davy Crocker Explorer canoes that are shut down. Uh, for about 18 months. Uh, meh. Yeah. You know, I I did it once. It was fun. Yeah. But then I'm thinking to myself, I'm canoeing. <laughs> you know? It's like yeah. I, 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 I grew up going to summer camps and stuff like that, and I did that. Yeah. Nothing special. Okay. I'm like, other than I'm canoeing in the middle of a city. That's kind of cool, I guess. Yeah. So, I mean, to me, it's like, oh, uh, I mean, to me... The shutdown of that is not necessarily it's because of the attraction, like the, oh, that's so cool to go do. It's more that it takes away a bit of the the essence of the park. Oh, it does. Because it's there, and you'd see them going through, and you're just like, that's just cool. You know, you just see these people on these canoes in the middle of nowhere. And, it's, and so it's not like the funnest thing, but it's it's just cool to see. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Actually, it's one of those things. It, it, it may be uh, the only attraction I've never done at Disneyland. Um, really? Yeah, and maybe the one thing I've never done there. I've, I've done everything else like I can, I can think of, but um, the canoes is something I've always evaded. Uh, I'm I gonna fall in. I'm nah, gonna fall in. No, I, I want to do it. <laughs> I want to do it, but no, no one, no one will go on ever with me. Yes, yeah, because like I said, it's like it's canoeing. I right. mean, it's it's kind of cool because you know how they're 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 dressed and and then the people in the canoe. You know, it, it does. They do it like Disney does it. So. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Like the vibe is cool, but it's still, you're just still canoeing. So, yeah. Well, actually, we'll get back to the canoes in a little bit because yeah. that actually plays a little part in the story. Um, Jungle Cruise is, sh- is uh, shut down right now, not for Star Wars, but for some maintenance. Um, so, what they're doing is they're having skippers stand in front of the loading dock and you can come out and talk to them about the boats and the, and the, and the attraction. Uh, weak sauce. Lame. <laughs> Lame. Lame. Just you know what? It, it would be better off if you had the skipper standing next to a TV thing and just said, "Hey, you know, when this is back up, this is how cool it is." Now, see that to me, that sucks. That's sad because I mean, Jungle Ride. Come on, that's like one of the best. It's yeah, absolutely the best. It's one of the best. You know, it's animatronics, but God, I mean, it's one of the best. It is. I, mean, I, I oh God, I don't know how many times you know. I, I, and as I'm sitting here talking about it, I can just picture myself sitting on the dock, waiting for the boat to come in, jumping on the boat, you know, then moving the pad so that you can walk down, <laughs> you know, then you sit down, all the, the skipper's the on all, the, all the way to the front, all the way to the front, and you have the skipper up there with his cap gun, and, you know, and then they put the thing, and then off you go and running, and then, you know, they, they follow the, the script and everything, but it's just like, 
dude waiting for the hippos. There are the hippos, and you see the bubbles, and it's just like, and you look over and you see the rhinoceros and the and the guys up the pole, the totem pole, and, you, and then you see you know the the snake, and it's just like, dude, it's just cool, mm. and and it's just like that's to me, it, I feel sad for those people for the first time going into the park and not having that available. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Because to me, I, I don't know if I've said it before, but I I I, I this is the way I just think is you take anyone to the park for the first time ever this is a good show a show idea by the by, by the way okay <laughs> so just okay mark it down oh, um i will write it down yeah. the 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 things you have to go to hmm. jungle ride has to happen pirates of the caribbean has to happen space mountain has to happen haunted mansion has to happen hmm. Where are we at? Where are we at? Hold on. Let me let me spin it. Let me spin it around. I'm going in in my mind. See, because Thunder Mountain, I don't know if it has to happen. It's a nice one, though. Sure. Space Mountain has to happen. Classic. Um, monorail hmm. has to happen. Train, which is shut down, hmm. has to happen. There's certain things. Uh, it's a small world. Mm-hmm. Has to happen because those all those features and all those rides tiki room for the love of god tiki room who no if you don't go to tiki room you need to get smacked in the face i mean seriously you can you can smack my daughters in the face next they've never been in tiki room oh they have but they won't go again (sighs) well okay (laughs) i will say this tiki room is low on my list yeah but if you've you've got experience at least once for sure you can sit there clap along my mom on the other on the other hand loved the tiki room yeah she wants to go get the pineapple freezy thing. The the, the dull whip. The dull whip. Mm-hmm. Sit in there, then go in, and she'll sing along, and da da da, and all little things going off, and all the birds singing, and and she will sing along, and she just like the birds singing, and you know she's just like greatest thing ever, and I'm like you know, and I love my mom, so it's just like okay, mom. She goes, we gotta go to room. I'm like, all right, mom, let's go. <laughs> like I'm sitting there going like, no, we have to go to Indiana Jones first, yeah. but you know, that's <laughs> yeah, true. So um. Yeah, Tiki Room. So there's certain things that you need to go to. Yeah. Uh, and, and basically all of Fantasyland. I mean, you just you just have to do all of those. Yeah. Um, and 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 it's because it, it speaks to the essence and the true like of what Disneyland is are those rides. Now the other attractions are cool and they're add-ons and obviously you're good. Any company is going to add that kind of stuff in, but to have those things not gone to and not available to people. That's that's kind of I feel bad for those people because it's like no you, you gotta go and that's what I'm saying if I, when I take people the first time it's like you're going to these things absolutely you are yeah okay you're going because you gotta understand now after that if when you go again and you're like no nah, I saw it on past like your daughters which come on man really <laughs> um but at least they've done it so at least they know cool you know, in fact we will we will talk about this uh, first time visit rides or attractions. Uh, we will each have our own list at some point. We'll compare and contrast. Yeah, I, okay. I, I, I've already. I know I've said it once on the on the podcast. What my what my routine is. Yeah. But um, yeah, there's the. I don't know. We could always do to yeah the first time first timers list. Like yes, if you're a first timer, no matter in, yeah no, you got to go to the hit these. No matter what age you are. No matter what age you are, gotcha. you could be freaking five years old. You could be 105 years old. Look at grandma. Get up on this thing because it's gonna be fun. You know what I mean? Sure. So. Yeah, I don't want to go off on a, on a on a tangent, but the, while, while I'm thinking about it, the first three rides you met, sorry, first three attractions you had mentioned, Pirates of the Caribbean, 
Space Mountain. Um, what was the third one you mentioned? All right, right off the bat. It was talking about the... Okay, uh, Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise, yeah. Okay, so two of those three we consider classics. Or actually, all, all three of those are classics. Two of those three, Walt, Walt Disney never saw. No, I know. Right? I know. Yeah. So, um, but realistically, you look at it, they're classics for us. I mean, oh, for, sure. for when we started going. Yeah, I just find that odd that he never saw Pirates of, Pirates of the Caribbean. He he conceptually was working on it, though. Was Am I, yeah. am I wrong? I, I I'm think, pretty sure he was. I think um, they had a couple soft openings, yeah. but they were not to his standards. Um, that was like... Um, late November, early December of 1966. Uh, but, and then he passed away in December of 66 and it yep. opened up, I think in April of 67. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause so. I, I, cause I remember seeing pictures of him on, you know, talking, um, and, and clearly over plans. Yeah. Oh and, yeah. And concepts. Oh sure. Yeah. So, huh. I didn't know that. See, I didn't know that. Okay. You just learned it me. I'm going to skip the, ra- the railroad for one second because yep. we, I had written down that the Mark Twain and the Shilling Ship Columbia are not operational, but we actually have a, a future contributor of, yeah. the, of, the, of the show who was there today. Today, yeah. And she actually phoned in uh, about 20 minutes ago yeah. on her ride home saying what? That, that they're, it's, it's open. Okay. Uh, it's open. The lake is full and they have not closed that. The only thing they have not done or they're not doing is uh phantasmic phantasmic and yeah. a- and access to thomas rivers island yeah or the pirate's lair right whatever it is yeah whatever it is now yeah and that whole pirate's lair slash thomas rivers island is going to be another show because um man i can go off about that <laughs> uh, how how awesome i thought or think that is yeah um you know i haven't been on that island too many times um, really yeah i I've... you and your brothers never weren't in... no 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 oh we did when we were younger but once we got a little bit older, we hardly ever went. Okay. It would almost be like if we're taking somebody or if, um, you know, somebody younger, then it's like, okay, well, let's go over there because it's kind of cool. But Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, for us, though, after a certain age, it's like, yeah, it's, you know, it's more kiddie. You know, that's why yeah. as you grow up, technically, most people kind of start growing out of what's most of Fantasyland, except for Peter Pan because it rocks. <laughs> um, you know. But most of Fanny Sand, you know, the carousel and everything else, Mr. Toad's right, all right, and then you go Cinderella, and you're like, yeah, you know, all right, Pinocchio, and you're like, yeah, man, man, man. yeah, Sleeping Beauty, whatever. But, like, just Peter Pan rocks. But that's, that's like, it. So if I go to anything in Fanny Sand, it's like when I go, it's, it's Peter Pan. Yep. I'm good. Good. There you go. I hit Peter Pan. I'm good. Let me <laughs> go now. Well, right yep. on. Yep. Um, so right now we have the Disneyland Railroad is shut down for 17, yeah. 18 months. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they're doing is they have uh, one train parked at Main Street USA. Yep. And they have one train parked at New Orleans Square. Yep. She did confirm that. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so you're able to talk to the conductors slash engineer. Mm-hmm. I should say engineers slash conductors. Yep. And um, talk about the boilers, talk about how things operate and go in and sit down yep. and ask questions. And you can explore some of the train stations. Um, yeah. I think that's kind of cool, but I wonder how it's going to be without hearing the train that, whistles that whistle. yeah. and the actual physical sound of the yeah, and then having hearing the steam engine going. Yeah, everything. isn't that part of it to you? It, it is, and, and and we talked about this before. I mean, it's just you know you would hear that whistle and you hear all aboard, and it's just like, dude, it's just you know, like I said, you you hit the entrance and you, and you see the station up there. You can see the train, whether it's there or not, or you hear it, and then you see you know the flowers, and you see, and it's just like, and then like. 
like I've said, you, you, you go past the tunnels, and just like the second you hit the tunnel, it's like you hit the gate, and you know it's like it's it's like the foyer. <laughs> You're like, okay, I'm going into this amazing place, but here's just a foyer. We're getting you set. Past the tunnels, and then you're like, boom, hit Main Street, and you're like, there it is. And then you're there. And so to not have that kind of inviting you in a little bit, kind of being like wetting your whistle, per se, um, it's kind of it's kind of a downer. Again, it's, it's sad. Like, there's certain things that I'm really sad that people won't be able to experience it because it just augments and pulls you in. Yes, it yeah, does. So it, it's sad. It is sad. Oh, my gosh. Um, I mean, but see, I'm still stuck because it's like it's to me. I'm like chomping at the bit to see Star Wars. Man. Oh, we are, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm going nuts because it's like I, I, I wish this was a year and a half from now. Mm. And we're talking, and then you and me are recording as we're walking in the Star Wars. Land. Oh, you crying, know? yeah. Going, oh my god, oh, right there. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, but we'll see. Yeah, we will see. <laughs> um, so. Given all these closures right now, um, oh, and you also know there's that that trail that links Frontierland over Dude, to, to uh, Fantasyland. The best kept shortcut secret that so many people didn't know. I loved it. I would be like, "Hey, I'm gonna go over there." It's like, "Okay," I was like, "I'm gonna beat you there." I <laughs> said, "Okay," I'm gonna give you a quick story. Please do. I went with a couple of ladies, and it was probably about five, six years ago. Look at you. And. Um, they're both very experienced Disneylanders. Um, gotcha. Okay. Okay, I've been there. I was like, all right. And I go, all right. Um, uh, we start walking because we're going from, where were we? Wherever the connection is. Um, we're heading, uh, yeah, we're leaving uh, Matterhorn. And we're going to oh. cut through. So I'm like, hey, we're going to go sure. this way. So sure. Like, and, and we kind of gotten split off and because and someone else had to go do something else. And so I was like, all right. And I was with the girl who's like, oh, no, you can't tell me anything. I don't know. All right. <laughs> we start walking. And I was like, yeah, let's go ride, uh, let's go ride Thunder Mountain. Let's go. All right. And so she starts walking. And we're talking. And then all of a sudden, I start heading to the right. And she starts going to the left. I'm like, where are you going? <laughs> like, well, it's this way. I'm like, and I just get a really, like, follow me. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm here. And we started walking, mm-hmm. and I just found, here we go. And I just found that shortcut, and I started cutting through. And she sits there, and she's like, looking around. I've never been this way before, Ma. Look who knew so much. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> it's like, look at you. Yeah, I love that shortcut. It's like, dude, we're going from one side of the park to the other. Cut through there. Oh, yes. Boom, and we're through. Yeah, so now that it's not there, it's like, God dang it. Not that I'm afraid of walking the park all day from opening to close I've done it multiple times absolutely but it's always just like having those nice little shortcuts so kind of sucks plus i mean it was just nice because it kind of since a lot of people don't know it was there it's mm-hmm. always nice to take like this you almost could take like hey it's a little break from mm-hmm. the people yep is you know and it's very it's all secluded and wooded and stuff like that it was just nice it was it's like nice really quaint and quiet quaint and tranquil out there. yeah and then, i mean you're going through and then i mean they used to have the the restaurant that's out there and everything and and so then you can have just like some of the water and stuff. It's just nice. It's just yeah. quiet. And you can have, I don't know how many times during the summer I'd walk down that path and just have a breeze cutting through. And I'm just like, see, this is just freaking nice. Yep. You know? And, and since there's a lot of people don't know about it, it's like, and there you go. Yeah. So, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> it does suck a little bit. I, 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 they're going to be, they're going to reopen it eventually. Well, but I mean, they're gone. Pl- yeah. Essentially, because it's going to be the segue into uh, Star Wars Land. I know. Yes. All right. Well, as long as they have 
a thoroughfare where I'm like, I'm going to go into Star Wars land, but I can continue through. Yeah. We're golden. That's fine. Golden. Cool. Because <laughs> I just know when, as soon as Star Wars lands open, it's just like in through Main Street. And I'm just like, walk fast, whoever's with me, because you got to catch them. Because we're hauling ass towards it. Just real quick, let's say hypothetically Star Wars land opened December 2018. Okay. Are you going December 2018, or are you going to wait a month or two? Are you kidding me? If I can work it, I'll be there opening day. Okay. I, just, I, just I ain't sure. even scared. I will freak. No, I shouldn't be saying this, but I'm going to say it anyway. I will punch a fool. <laughs> you, you, you can definitely say that. It's like, no. It's like, um, no, I would go. If I can work out going on opening day, I oh. will be there. Okay. Just I mean, curious. I can't. Yeah. I, no, I, I mean, it's it's a couple years from now. Yeah. So we got some time, but in which I really should be smart and start planning right now. Hmm, note to self. Um, <laughs> well, I have a pen right here. No, there we go. Now we put it in my phone. Note to self. Yeah. Start planning for Star Wars Land opening day. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't know. I, I, I don't like that stuff. I mean, because I, it's kind of, it's a historic thing. Oh, yeah. And is. then you take, you take a, a park that I love, you take an IP that I absolutely adore, you mesh them. And I, you want me to wait? <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm chopping the bit right now. So, You're right. Yeah. Awesome, man. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so a couple of questions about all this. Uh, how should guests feel about the amount of closures versus the price of admission right now? I mean, I, it hasn't gone up, but forecasting, it probably will go up within the next few weeks, or sorry, months or so. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, there's a lot that's closed right now. There, there's a lot that's closed. So, part of me, part of me wants Disney to go acknowledge that and go look. We recognize that we're building for the future, mm-hmm. but we also recognize that some of the attractions that you've come to know and love are not available, right, for a long time. So, part of me wishes they'd sit there and go like, look. We're going to give you, like, a discount ticket or something. I mean, they're doing discounts right now for California residents, but that being said, Southern California residents, but they've always done that. So it's like, okay, I almost want them to go, like, while we're doing this massive construction, we understand that things are going to be complicated. You're not going to be able to enjoy the park to its full potential. Mm-hmm. So part of me says, even if they don't give you a discount ticket, don't raise the price. Just like we're going to leave it here. Yeah, and then they actually do have a reason to go like, well, now Star Wars lands open, so whoop, which they're going to do anyway. Sure. Um, so part of me is like Disney, you're a big enough company now. You're freaking massive. You're massive. You are just a massive, massive conglomerate of <laughs> all these things. You can take the hit for a year or two. People are still going to come to the park. Oh, they will come. They will come to the park because it's just how do you not? Um, and then you still have California land. So you still have, you can still, you know, you can do that kind of stuff. So just don't raise the part. They're not going to lower the price. They just won't. I mean, no, it's just right. what, what company does it? Unless they're extraordinarily like, uh, to me, the only way they drop the price is if attendance falls. Uh, right. And right. significantly, we're talking like 10, 15% because of the closures. If you see attendance fall because of the closures by a significant amount like that, oh yeah, I can see them doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, and they'll call it like, hey, it's a expansion discount or whatever they want to, how they want to spin it. But I don't see it doing it. I don't see it happening. I don't see attendance dropping that much right. to, to necessitate that. So 
Disney, just don't raise your price. Just don't. Just during construction, while all those uh, attractions are closed, don't raise your price. Because it kind of seems a little ham-fisted, you know, a little a, greedy. A, a little bit. Yeah, because we already had that discussion last podcast about yeah, some of the stuff they pulled is a little greedy and really, come on. You don't really <laughs> need to go there. Right. You know, just think about what the, the company was sta- uh, founded on sta- and, uh, and, and, and don't go there. You don't need to. So gotcha. I, I feel the same way about this. It's like, yeah, don't, don't raise the price. And I can see people kind of griping. Like, if I went, I think, I think I'd have a couple issues just because I'm like, man, come on. But... Would I be, like, so outraged that I'm not going to go? No. 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 Okay. Because I understand. Right on. Uh, do you think these closures could have been staggered a little bit better? Or do you think these... You know, this is cut off in one foul swoop. I don't know. Um, it's one of those things that, in your mind, you're thinking, they should have. It should have been planned out. <laughs> but being that you don't understand, I mean, has anyone seen blueprints for this thing? I haven't. Uh, for, uh, for Star Wars Land? Yeah. Uh, we've seen artist renders. Uh, yeah, yeah, rendering. but... Yeah, I've seen artist renderings. Yeah. You know, the Millennium Fog and stuff like that. I was like, oh my god! Right. But um, have you actually seen a plan, like, layout? Like, this is the this is Star Wars Land. This is where this is going to be. This is where this is going to no. be. No. So, mean, for me to sit here and go, like, you guys should have staggered this better. That's kind of... I'm uh, kind of talking out of my ass. So yeah. That's the way I feel. Right. It's because I don't know what's going on. Sure, sure. Okay. Just, just thought... Yeah, no, and, and see, but see, what do you think? I mean, kids, to me, that's what I think. I mean, I think, look, I don't know. I would say, yeah, just because I'm thinking, I'm thinking selfishly, like, well, yeah, I mean, come on, I mean, you can't do that. But there's that side that I don't know. Well, I mean, there are some closures that are unrelated to Star Wars, like Jungle Cruise and Autopia. I don't, I'm not okay with those being shut down now. When how long are those shut down for? I don't even know. Um, probably late, late, late March. See now, see the one for Honda. It's like, really, are they redoing the cars and everything? I mean, I don't know what they're doing with Autopia. I don't know what they're doing. I my my guess is they're they're changing signage and possibly changing a couple of the vehicle bodies around or the shells, not the frames. Yeah, it's going to be the shells. So I yeah, mean, I, 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 I don't you think they could do all that in the background without having to <laughs> shut down the attraction, and then when they actually get to the work, yeah. shut it down for a couple of weeks, to actually reskin everything and redo everything, and yeah. then you're done. Right. You know, and then Jungle Cruise. What are they doing, Jungle Cruise? I, I think they're going to redo the track uh, layout. Not not the track layout, but maybe redo the rails, or I don't know what they, exactly. What Who knows what the maintenance is with? So yeah. I, I, those are kind of suspicious. I mean, I, I well, you know, again, it, it's it's easy for me to say I'm going to give them the benefit of that because they've been running the theme park for how long? Sixty years. Exactly. So to me, their understanding of of uh, theme park operations it's gonna be far more than mine absolutely and yeah i'm just so, i know i know i'm not so I'm but just, no but i get your point though you're mm-hmm. like well okay i mean you're already doing these massive closures there do you really need to close these over here mm-hmm. I mean, is it really really that necessary and part of me thinks like autopia that's the one i'm like really because <laughs> if it's just if that's what you're doing if there's more to it like you're changing the track and you're doing this stuff then okay sure then that makes sense you know so it's not on the same track that's been running on for so many years and but if it's just a rebranding and a reskinning you can get prototype. You can pull. You can literally pull a handful of cars off the track and do all your tests on them, right? Without ever shutting them around. And if you want to do uh, an actual test, you do it early in the morning or late at night. See how it runs. End of story. <laughs> you know, if you're doing like grounds things, it just it seems like again you could do that in a couple weeks and you're done. So it, it's it's to me to justify a closure of like Atopia, it's going to be like it better be a massive change. Sure. For it to be closed for months. Yeah. You know now. The Jungle Cruise, it's water. If they have to drain things like that, that becomes a whole other 
thing. Yeah. So um, that I can, I'll give a little bit more leeway. Like Atopia, sure. that, it's kind of like really, that's the one I'm kind of like, that's hinky. Yeah, I mean, unless they're going to, you know, put in some banked curves or something. Exactly. I always thought they should have two tracks where I'm not going to go off this Autopia Jag because we can talk about this right at some other point. But <laughs> um, I wish they would have like a alternate course where you could pick like a road car or like an off-road car and go through some sort of simulated dirt track or something. You know, <laughs> that would be cool. Up and down hills. See, but, but see, the other thing too is like how how much is the fact of with cars and and that whole thing and that ride and everything, how much is that affecting? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You have that other ride that's over there and you know, and you race and you do all that stuff. So I don't know, I'm wondering, like are they gonna try to do something to try to compete with that? Because, mm. like, you know, so I don't know. Like right. I said, it, it, to me, if they're gonna shut down for the months, then it better be a significant change. For sure. Yep. For sure. And one last question about these. Um, so we talked about bringing a first time guest. Would you bring a first time guest to the park right now in yeah. its current state? Yeah. Okay. Or yeah. You, or would you wait till some of these rides are open? No, I'd bring like them because because to me, uh, the park is still going to be the park. And what I would do is literally sit there and go like, look, this is what's closed, but let me tell you what it is. You know, because we've been through it and we've been through it enough times where we can. We I think you people like you and me, um, can give a pretty damn good description and explanation of what the attraction that's closed is sure because like i said you and i we've we've done everything except for you know canoeing um, <laughs> that's right but i've done everything i i mean I, i'm trying to think of something i have not done at that park and nothing's coming to mind you've done casey jr yeah okay yeah okay. once okay i was like mm -hmm, kids yeah, sure done. so um you know even country country town bears oh yeah <laughs> Oh, yeah. Man. Oh, I forgot about those. <laughs> yeah. a, a lot of people miss those these days. Dude, I kind of do. And it was another thing like the Tiki Room, man. You go over there and it's just kind of fun. You sit in this nice big auditorium and you sit in these nice chill chairs and you watch the show. It's completely um, animatronic and stuff, but it's just like cool. It's cool. And yeah. also, it's a nice way to get out of the heat. Yeah. Know. That's what's just like, dude, we're going to stand in the hall because even the hall is cooler. And then we get into, <laughs> yes. and then we get into the actual auditorium. It's like, Ah, and you just sit in there and you just chill for like the twenty minutes, and it's just like, yeah. yeah Same thing when you did when they did the, um, uh, what was that ride? The one with all the, uh, oh, that Circle Vision. Yeah. Oh, in Tomorrowland. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that thing's gone. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah, that's. I used to get dizzy in that thing. <laughs> really? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. But that was that was that was, that was awesome. Yeah. There was a sequence where it went down. I think the Colorado River or something. And you're in the canoe, or yeah. like the raft, and yeah. you're thinking, oh, this is not good for me. But, Dude, um, I love it. You have the rails right there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I sat down. <laughs> oh, man. I'm getting green. <laughs> now, there's one plus that I was actually thinking about the other day about all these closures, especially um, with Fantastic going dark for now. And it's this. It's... Um, and it's hard for people to, to remember what it was like. I know where you're going with this. I have a feeling. Go for it. Go okay. for it. Is that side of the park at night would, would just be jammed full of people. I mean, it's nuts. To, to the point where, and I love going there in the daytime and it's beautiful at night, but I would avoid it because yeah. I cannot stand people pushing me around. Uh -huh. And, but now and you had to go through your very strict pads yeah. that were roped off. Yeah. So how is it going to be when it gets dusk and it is just quiet over there mm -hmm. except for the, the Splash Mountain and 
Haunted Mansion going off and dude, honestly, and the jungle drums off somewhere. Yeah, what, I do know. You, what, do, what do you think? See, no, that's good. To me, I like that because yeah. I'm thinking hitting pirates, going down to, um, gonna go to Haunted Mansion, maybe go do what you call it, Splash, Splash Mountain. Mountain. Mm. If I don't get too wet, yes, run on back and do it again. You know, maybe hop on over to Indy and then come on back down. Because literally, it was. It's like anyone who goes to the park and knows what's going on, either A, you have somebody waiting, and then you just go and sit and watch a show, which is what I did last time, um, or B, you avoid that thing um, because you don't want to push through that just to go to Pirates or go to Indy even, because you would still even Indy's a little bit further down, but you'd still have that overflow. And there's no way you're getting near Haunted Mansion because you're just wrestling with people to kind of like go through New Orleans and kind of try to get around it. And you're just like, ah, there's so many people over here. Oh, yeah. Even trying to take that shortcut around going outside of Pirates coming out and just trying to hang hard left and coming out and, and then try to go around. That was the only way you could really do it. Right. Because the rest of it, the front of the Haunted Mansion was just forget about it because everything's roped off. People are sitting there. Everything's just like, good golly. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, it, yeah. So, the experienced yeah. person avoids that area, hits that during the day, sure. and then will run off to Tomorrowland and go to the other, other side of the park because, you know, chances are it's going to be chill over here. I'll go do uh, Matterhorn. I'll just freaking do a – I don't know how many times when that was going off, I did a run off, run on, run off for Space Mountain. Like, Space Mountain, off the ride. Out, run up the gangway. Oh, <laughs> Here yeah. I go again. Yeah. And I'd make it almost to the station, you know, right to that spot where you can see the ride. I'll be, I don't know how many times I was like, God, there. I was like, <laughs> that's right, because I'm have. i going to wait 10 minutes to get back on it and yeah. go ride it again. Awesome. Yep. Right on. That's what's going on. That's, that's what's going, going on. on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's go to our feature story for tonight. Ah, it's like a breath of fresh air. So a lot of things have been weighing in my mind about uh, Frontierland. Um, it's one of those lands that I've always actually liked. Me too. Uh, perhaps one of my favorite. Second to, um, I, I uh, vacillate between that and Adventureland for some reason. I just like that section. Um, but I just want to, you know, before we start talking about this, I just wanted to go uh, take a quick refresher of some of the guiding principles of which Disneyland was founded. Right. Um, so I'm going to read this to you. Um, to all come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past, and here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America, with the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Um, okay, so as we talk about Frontierland, uh, I want you, you to think about these, and the listeners to think about those words, and let them swirl around in your mind, but... Um, Really, just kind of focus on the hard facts that have created created uh, the world we live, the uh, the society we live in today. Yeah, you know, um, and I think it's really important. Um, so, in 1955, uh, when the park opened, there were five original lands: mm -hmm. uh, Main Street USA, Adventureland, Frontierland, Fantasyland, and Tomorrowland. Um, of these five lands, really only one was based on history, like factual history. Um, certainly someone can make a case for Main Street USA being based on, rea on, uh, rea on reality, but 
it didn't really have its roots steeped in history. Um, no. So, no. It was feel. It was it, it was it, a feel. It was to give you that Main Street USA feel. I mean, sure. exactly, and and a- accomplished. So sure. Yeah. So let's. So the only logical one is Frontierland. Um, it's important to note that uh, there's a couple things. Um, on opening day until the early mid '60s, there wasn't anything besides Frontierland on the west side of the park. Um, there, there was nothing back there. There was no New Orleans Square, no Bear Country, no Curtain, which can't be, uh, became Critter Country. Yep. And Adventureland was really just the Jungle Cruise and a few shops in that bizarre in that uh, bizarre area. Yeah. Right. And wasn't the uh, wasn't the uh, treehouse there too? Uh, the Swiss Family Robinson treehouse. Yeah. Didn't or when did that come? That in? that came in the in the sixties. Okay. 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 So you yeah. had at least five or six years. Right. There's nothing that's back there. Yeah. Um, there was a bandstand back there. Um, um, and even the whole rivers of America that fell under the frontier umbrella, I'm using yeah. air quotes there. Air quotes. Um, so it's actually fair to say that roughly a third of the entire park was devoted to frontier land. Yep. Um, and certainly if you look at the park maps from 55 to the early sixties or even films on YouTube, um, from that, from that era, you can get a picture of how vast and how open that area like it really was. Um, so do yourself a favor and take a look at those if you get the chance and keep that in mind as you think about how the land is slowly shrinking to make way for other things and consider that it's very <laughs> indicative <laughs> of how the real world is operating yep. t- t- uh, today mm-hmm. um but it also goes to show you how important the frontier was to walt disney and how it sh- helped shape america well you have to make the case that um he understood the importance of what the frontier meant um, to the overall development of America. Absolutely. Um, you have that sense of can-do, <laughs> um, and what we we're, were just talking about before we started, um, is that sense of hard work and how if you work hard enough, you can accomplish what you're going for. You had the opportunity. Um, you know, go west, my son, go west. Right. Um, so that 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 feeling of being able to be who you wanted to be is what this country is founded on so it's so deeply embedded into that frontier type of mentality and living because it was it's like you're out there and you're on your own i mean mm-hmm. you're on your own out there right you know come come the perils that may you had to do it so and is either do or die uh, you know, Wester bust. <laughs> and so, yeah, absolutely. It absolutely, it absolutely embodies the, I think what he had in mind and what he felt, um, our country stands for or stood for, stood for. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and so, yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't separate those two in my mind and, and, and do it justice. Right. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So and on opening day, um, he officially opened all five lands, and uh, uh, what I just read for you was the main speech of Disneyland, but every land had its own segment where he said something about it, um, and I'm going to just read what he wrote. It's only a couple sentences about Frontierland. Um, Frontierland, it is here that we experience the story of our country's past, the color, romance, and drama of frontier America as it developed from the wilderness trails to roads, riverboats, railroads, and, and a civilization. Mm-hmm. A tribute to the faith, courage, and ingenuity of our hardy pioneers who blazed the trails and made this progress possible. I just said. That's exactly what you, what you, <laughs> what you just said. Oh, it's also interesting to know that um, 
that Frontierland did have its own train station. It's now the New Orleans Square one. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Um, when you, you can actually go and experience that station now, you can walk it through it because it's actually on the other, other side of the track. It's in its face in a different direction, but you, you can go hmm. to it now. Um, so it's also important to recognize the world, uh, how it was in 1955. Of course, it was before our, our, our time. But uh, quite popular were the Westerns. I mean, TV was full um, of Westerns, uh, all kinds of shows dealing with cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> and, and it totally inspired kids of that era to reenact the cowboys and Indians. Absolutely. Now, when I say that, I know what I'm talking about. When I said to my daughters, they're like, well, what are you talking about? Yeah. Let's no, play, let's it, play cow- and I know you're smiling because you yeah. know what I'm talking about. Um, one such popular show was the Daisy was the Disney produced uh, Davy Crockett show, yeah. uh, which had episodes entitled Davy Crockett Indian Fighter, um, and as such, merchandise was integrated into the park, including the coonskin cap, mm-hmm. rifles, a tomahawk. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> um, and Disneyland also definitely featured friendly Indians and unfriendly Indians. <laughs> this goes back to our days on Tom Sawyer's Island. Remember yep. that? Yeah, um, I do because yeah, you would have to. Like the danger of the evil Indians, right? Yeah. <laughs> and if you go to Fort Wilderness out there, they actually had rifles mounted. Yep, on, on the sides of the fort. Yep. Yeah, and pointed to the unfriendly Indians. Exactly. Yep. God, that was so much fun. You think those are there today, Udi? They're not there. No, they're not. <laughs> they, they 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 can't be there because, and don't, because it's, it's not PC. Well, that's go ahead and expand on that because that's that's exactly what I want to get to. Um, you know, <laughs> because there was a time when um. They actually had ceremonial villages, Indian villages there along the riverbanks where they had different tribes would come in and teach the dances, teach some of the artwork, some of the craft work, mm-hmm. talk about the heritage. Um, to me, I, I, I think that that would be great. Absolutely. Um, in fact, those canoes, they were now they're called the David Crockett Explorer canoes. They were the Indian war canoes. Um, they were made by a company. Um, you may have heard of before called Old Town Canoes. I do know Old Town Canoes quite yes, well. They absolutely made, I think, like 12 of them for nice. Disneyland. But they did not come with the front and the um, the back raised up. In that yeah, arch. yeah, the, the, that, that big scooping arch, yeah. Yeah, so Disneyland put those on there. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but <laughs> um, I okay, so at, at some point, there was a cultural shift. I mean, that was great from the 1955 to maybe the early 60s. Uh, be- even in, no, even in the 70s. In the 70s? Coming through, yeah. Okay, because we had space exploration coming into the 60s. And yeah. So you can see the shift going over to, to Tomorrowland for sure. Yeah. But uh, do you uh, – just what, what do you think um, – how the American Indian has been portrayed. I mean, are you okay with the? Are we okay with that for unfriendly and friendly <clears throat> Indians? And well, you know, here's. Do you think it should still be there? Here's the thing, though. To me, I don't, I don't buy into the political correct things you should and should not say, should and should not do. Because what people forget is, and, and they'll argue with me. I know. That's okay. Uh, yeah, and I don't, I don't shy away from an argument. Um, because I'll say no. It's, 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 it was, it's a naive, uh, closed-minded aspect of it. But to me, I go like, well, let's, let's stop and let's look at it. 
The reality of the frontier was that. The reality of the frontier was you had good Indians and you had bad Indians. Just like you had good white people and bad white people. So if you wanted to get into it, you could say, well, you know, it's not good. You know, what about the bad white people? But to me, you start breaking, you start dissecting something that is done innocently. Mm-hmm. So in this day and age, no, you, you, no one, because no one can sit here and no one is willing to explain like, look, in this time, history is, is forgotten. Um, and so you don't have, it's, you have to explain to people, well, when this era that they're talking about, when people lived out here, they, these were the realities of the living, like I was saying, of the situation. You would have to defend yourself from a time. You would have to shoot people, shoot at people, defend your property mm-hmm. from people who were coming to take it from you. Right. Sometimes they were Indians. Sometimes they weren't. So, to me, in this day and age, should it be there? I don't know. It's a tough one because part of me says no because it's not it's not something that uh, is, is pertinent to today. We don't have right. that. Right. But then my biggest thing and my biggest complaint about a lot of stuff is history isn't taught nearly to the extent it should be, so we don't understand where we come from. So part of me says, no, we should teach that, but we should also keep it culturally and understand, like, hey, these are the Indians. These are the Native Americans. These are the people that were here, um, and this is the way they believe. And this is, I mean, it, it would be awesome because I think you're you're now – expanding on thought processes and actually introducing new cultures, yep. which to me, an understanding of all cultures, not, not necessarily an acceptance of all cultures. I always qualify that, but an understanding of cultures is important because it diversifies your mentality. So you see more. So right. what I'd love that that would still be there in the essence of teaching people, having actual native Americans sitting there, Indians teaching. I mean, I've been to quite a few, ceremonies done by Indians. And I've seen many an Indian dance because to me, it's part of the history and the the culture of the West where I grew up. Yes. So did I find it, I find it incredibly interesting? Yes, because it speaks to, look at what these people went through, look at the conflicts that they had, look at how, look at the, look at the difficulties that these people had, and then Look how they rose above it, and look at what yeah. the culture we built. So yeah, you can't remove that because I think if you remove that, you cheapen exactly what Walt was talking about—the hard work and the perseverance of what founded our country and the ability to to go through that. And so, to me, part of me says like, yeah, put it back in because that way you can teach the youth. Mm-hmm. Look, this everything that you have was because of this, right? And you gain a whole new appreciation. I think it would open up the minds of many people to sit there and realize, wow, look at all these cultures, look at all these things that have now been integrated into our society and you don't even know that it's there. Mm-hmm. So to understand the roots, I mean, I, yep. you know, without getting too, too far into that, it's just, to me, it's like, why not? What would be the harm in introducing youth of America to look, these are the Native Americans, sure. these are the Cherokee, whatever, whatever tribe was there, Bring them on. Show them. Because it is such... And it's so fascinating to me. It is. Because I... I, You know, we're talking about Westerns and stuff. And and my dad... I mean, my dad raised me on Westerns. (laughs) 
You know, I, I saw, I don't know how many John Wayne's, John Wayne Westerns and then Clint Eastwood Spaghetti Westerns. And, you know, and so to me, that part of this country's history is so deep and, 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 and so, so much part of us that we have to pass that on so that people don't forget it because it's super important and it, and it's really just teaches people that, that you can persevere. For sure, for everything. So, I to me, like, yeah, bring it, bring it, because the political culture mm. and the political correctness culture, I think, dumbs it down and makes everyone afraid of uh, uh, being willing to go explore new things to an extent because they're afraid of offense or for sure or or not letting you know. Because to me, I, I try not to do that because I I think I realize I'm, I'm I'm of an age where I've been through a lot, and I also realize like, hey, I can't be afraid to learn new things because I don't know how that can enrich me. <laughs> until I go there. Right. So, I mean, like I said, I've been through, like I said, I've been through dances. I've seen that because it is incredibly interesting to me and it's beautiful. I mean, the, the Indian culture, or I should be PC and say Native American culture, whatever tribe it is, obviously there's different tribes. So it's basically different nations and they each had their own kind of subculture and, and traditions. But it's just fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely fascinating because it was so so earthy and so real and right. and their priorities were family tribe earth you know and it just it just is it's, it's fascinating i mean obviously you had your jerk offs who wanted to kill everybody and steal everybody's stuff sure because they're still human beings and they're still <laughs> i don't romanticize indians or native americans at all no um i romant- I, I romanticize kind of the beauty of their culture yeah but i also recognize that there were some bastards in there just like with every culture. With everywhere, yeah. 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 I mean, it's also, you know, something to, to think about is Disneyland, it's full of entertainment and it's full of a, a place to create memories and and everything. But one of the one of its other strong points is that, it, and one of its intended purposes was to provide education. Yep. Education. And that's, I mean, we can go into that and we will. I mean, yep. there was a hall of aluminum. There was a mineral hall. Kids today aren't going to be caring about no, how the, but and that's why that's one reason why I think this stuff needs to be there. I also think that if someone gets offended by how Indians were portrayed, fine, let them be offended. This, these are the hard facts. Mm-hmm. This, mm-hmm. this happened. This really mm-hmm. happened. Yeah, they, and, they shy away from it too much. And, yeah, and it's to me, it's an inservice. It's right. It's a it's, absolutely it's a disservice to everyone that had gone through that or had experienced that or had been impacted by that. Yeah. So the, the, a lot of people get worried about, you know, well, what if, what if, you know, you're, you're, you're doing ill against uh, native Americans. I'm like, well, wait, wait a second though. <laughs> what about, what about, are you doing ill to the people who had to actually go through that? What about, are, are you, are you minimizing and, and marginalizing? Cause I love to say marginalizing. Sure. Um, the people who actually came out and lived through that and built Right. This state that we're in yeah, um, was built with blood, sweat, and tears. I mean, nothing less. So, yeah, I mean, it's and, and that's often lost in the haze of it. But, yeah, I think it's important to teach that to the future generations because they need to have an understanding of where they came from to truly be able to understand where they should be going and where their potential could be because – eliminate all the PC and should we shouldn't if you don't understand the history you don't truly understand how special 
those people are and, and right. how as human beings we're special because as a race in general across the world think about those times which was 150 years ago 160 years ago not in, in the scale of time is but a, a blink of an eye mm-hmm. but you look at it and think about how much we've how much we've achieved as a human race and so for you to get bogged down and marred in this nonsense is 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 a disservice to the people who have got us here and then keeps us from moving forward to the next portion of it and that's why i feel it's like teach that and and I mean what would be a better place to teach it than some place like that where it's safe and it's fun and it's open and accepting so yeah why wouldn't it be good to teach people like that and say, look, this is what these cultures were, and then, and, and then, why wouldn't you expand that? It's like, look, these are the cultures that are represented, and this is where we got. And 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 true, from when, when I went, the 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 sen- the sense of history mm-hmm. has been lost, for sure. Yeah, and it's kind of sad. It's it's sad to me. It's sad to me too. Yep. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Do you, do you think this land should have ever changed their their portrayal of, of how the American Indian has been there? Because remember, there was that um, settler's cabin that used to be on fire, <laughs> and they would say, "Oh, this he this this cabin was attacked by you know the unfriendly Indians." And mm-hmm. now it's like something else. Now he's like having a barbecue or something out there, or he's doing some campfire. There's nothing to mention that he got attacked. Yeah. What do you, what do you, th- what do you think about that? You know, it, that's again that's a tough one because. You know, some people would argue the fact that it's like, look, you, you're at a you're at an amusement park, mm-hmm. so you want to talk about getting attacked by crazy Indians, <laughs> <laughs> and and then so there's that argument, right? And then the other part of me goes, but that did happen more than once, yeah. And so, again, shying away from reality doesn't do anyone any service. So, to me, in this day and age, personally, I would find zero offense to it. I mean, I'd find zero offense. I would not be offended, like, even in the most minute amount if they said, yeah, evil Indians came and attacked and set his cabin on fire. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, that sucked. And I would think, God, that happened. Right. In this day and age, people are kind of coddled and taught, like, oh, that's just mean, and you shouldn't say that because it's mean. So to me, it's it's difficult because of where we are. We're more in evolved civilization than then. Yeah. But again, I'll, I'll just go back to what I said before. We shouldn't shy away from teaching our youth and everyone growing up um, and just and adults in general too who don't know right um, what it was sure and so that and, and I, to me I think you do again it's another way of showing it, it, of hopefully having people truly appreciate the things you have in, in, in the most subtle of ways so some people would argue it's like no it's horrible it's it's Disneyland and why are you talking about this and it's like <laughs> but it happened and we shouldn't really coddle but it, it to me like many things it's it's the spin you put on it so you could right. take it and go yeah this was awful but think about it he persevered and even though it was burned down he wanted to build a bigger cabin and now he's doing this and stuff like that so you can you can always sit there and go like hardships overcome right everyone loves an underdog everyone loves a hardship story i mean how many movies have you gone to it's like oh man holy crap you went through this hell and look how he came in on top everybody loves that yep yep so why it's very simple to teach I mean, I, I just watched Creed again for like the fifth, fourth time. And if you, anyone who's seen Creed, it's an amazing movie. Go see it. Um, but it's exactly that. I mean, even Rocky. It's an offshoot of Rocky. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? But how, how do you not love that? Mm. I mean, and then we'll go to Star Wars. What's the Star Wars story about? 
a young 18-year-old kid. Look what he has to go to. The, the whole life he's known is just gone, gutted, blown away, killed, yep. destroyed. And what does he do? He wants to be one of the people who saves the galaxy. Right. Why wouldn't you teach that? <laughs> Why wouldn't you teach that? So it, it's, to me, I, I can see people. And, and you know what the funny part is? Is like I would bet if I and this is just me. If you if they still did that, the clamor that would be raised by people would be 90 percent of them would be white folk. Uh saying we don't want that in the park yeah it's like that's that's and, and and causing a bigger clamor than indians i know there would be some indians and native Amer or native americans that would take offense to that and i get it because it, it's like we're not like that but i would say most people because they think they're trying to do like this is not right and they think they're trying to stick up from like no no nah, dude just <laughs> no i mean i think it's a disservice i uh, uh, yeah and I, I, I think it should be employed more in the more in the park. And I think people should know and not forget yeah. about things like that. Absolutely. We need we absolutely need to know our history and this is bigger than the park. I'm just gonna sit up on my soapbox for about two seconds here and go. Go ahead. Um, history and it's been said, we're doomed to repeat it. Yes. If we forget it, we're doomed to repeat it. So if we don't ever wanna go back to these crazy, marauding times where you had to defend yourself at the end of a rifle um let's not forget it and make sure we never follow that path again absolutely and like i said by forgetting the history of it we stunt ourselves from even going to the next level and going beyond where we are even because it just it and, and that's the beauty of it see that's the crazy it's because you we're sitting here thinking about an amusement park right mm -hmm. But yet here we are talking about some deep stuff, and and this is what the beauty of Disneyland is to me. It's like it evokes this thing and speaks to humanity, especially Walt's vision of it. It's just right. you know, it's crazy because you think about it, and, and it was such a it was such a thing of humanity. Mm -hmm. Like you had Frontierland, what you what you had to go through, Adventureland, stuff crazy stuff like that. You had Fantasyland, so you could think about these mystical things, and then Mainland. You have you know this is what we are. And then you go over Tomorrowland, where we could go. Mm -hmm. So not only is was it a, 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 just a, a genius of mainland, this is where we are. So you walk in and you're like, boom, I'm in mainland and this is America. This is where we're at. We go over here, we'll visit our past. We'll go over here, we'll visit where we could go. The rest of the world, like imagine what's out there. We'll go over here and we can I I invite these fantastic ideas of, of wizards and witches and and, and, and Pinocchio and, and, and kids who could fly and all <laughs> these wonderful things. It's like amazing just letting your imagination go nuts. And then you've gone over and then you go to Tomorrowland, which then sits there and should inspire you. Like this is where we can be in the future. Mm -hmm. I mean, and you think about it, it's sheer genius at just yes. speaking yeah. of, of humanity. And it's just and it's crazy. A lot of people like don't give credence, I think, enough to, to, to genius of what this park is. So... That's why people like you and me take this stuff seriously because I think we see over what the majority of people, you know, see, which is just the, oh, it's an amusement park. We go and have fun and, you know, we go ride some rides and yada, yada, yada. We go see some shows and we, yeah. you know, drink some freezies and we have some churros and whatever. <laughs> but the people who truly understand that park and truly understand Walt's vision of it would truly get it and understand, like, this is a, a statement, an actual physical statement of our country and humanity. Right. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it's just crazy to me that people, so many people just gloss right on over it. And, and then mm-hmm. that's why one of the things is like, to me, it's like, dude, this is genius. You got to understand the genius behind this and how this invokes all these thoughts that should be there. But because those little aspects and those little chunks are taken away, it, it lessens and it diminishes and it dims the light of what it is. Oh, that's not a quite quite passionate. Well, well it's true. It's no, no, like it's true. you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. you know, I can't help it. It's no. a moment in time, especially when I start talking about just human beings in general. Mm-hmm. You know, and where we are. Uh, you and I have had plenty of discussions. I am very passionate. I get very passionate about about human potential and my potential, your potential, just everybody's potential, and like how how if you want to sit on this on a log, well then go sit on a log. <laughs> but if you want to reach the stars, go get it. Right. Go out there. And that's, that's the beauty of this thing. And it's the beauty of our country. And so that's why Frontierland, to me, is just like, dude, it's just indicative of like, like I was saying earlier, it's just, it's our country. It's what we are. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's it's what the mentality, what makes our country special. Oh, absolutely. all others in this world. We are built differently. We will always do things differently. Sometimes good, sometimes bad. But we're always going to be sitting out there trying to get better and working harder at it. Right. So I will always get passionate about that. <laughs> Awesome. Did you know that Frontierland always had a Mexican restaurant in it? <laughs> yeah. And Dude, it's and, good stuff. <laughs> well, yeah, but Walt was always cognizant of the fact that California was steeped in. Yeah. Ste- yeah. And mm-hmm. that is very important to the, to the Southern Californian. Yeah. Was that style of food. And it's it's always been there. And it always will be there. I always yeah. thought that was pretty clever. Yeah, no, it's again smart. See, smart man thinking the small things yeah. to really speak to what and giving honor really to to the heritage of what was what was there in the past. Yes. I mean understanding if you understand history, you understand how California came to be and, and Texas and some of the southern states without going into big history lesson. But what it basically is is that yeah, that's why Southern California has a lot of Hispanic and Mexican roots because it was part of Mexico at one point in time. Yes. We won a little war. We <laughs> took a little land. We kind of said, look, you, we went all the way to Mexico City and said, well, here we go. Why don't we give you half of what we took? And there we go. We'll draw a line here. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah. So, I mean, um, yeah. So, it's, it's again, just, just intelligent and just giving small touches and, and, and honoring what we've been through and where we came from. Absolutely. Yep. That was us really, really well, well said. <laughs> um. I try. <laughs> So I mean, if you disagree with me, comments below. Yes. <laughs> um, am I am I thinking way too deeply about uh, the fact that here we are again in 2016, and Frontierland is yet sh- showing another reduction in size? No. Um, is that indicative of how the world's no, going? No, no, no. You were you were okay. going through your thing, and yeah. I'm listening to you. And I, did you look? I was just like, oh, yeah. I'm sitting here nodding in complete agreement with you. <laughs> Okay. Because it is, it's, it's, it is, it's, it's, it's weird because it is, it's, it's a, um, it's a signifier. That's why it's like, it's a signifier on how the West has shrunk mm. and how that sense of, ad, uh, 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 say adventure, but that's that sense of being on the edge of developing things, whether mm. it be tomorrow or Frontierland, but that's what Frontierland speaks to. Is, is, is gotten less and has clearly gotten less in our country. So when you have something that is, like I said, a physical embodiment of that part of our history, and when, as in, in, in our country now, in my opinion, 
that's going away. It, it, it's weird, but it's, it's, it's offhand and it's not obviously not done on purpose, but it's totally a physical signifier mm-hmm. of that. And no, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, a lot of people argue about, well, we can't develop and we can't overdevelop and all stuff. And that's a whole other topic, but it's still, it is, it's a physical indicator to me. And it's just weird. Like, again, it's just this weird little, speaking of the genius of it. And, and, and I know he never would have thought of that. And he's not thinking like, well, in, you know, 50 years, it's, this is going to, you know. Sure. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I think you're, I actually, you know, it's crazy, but I think you're right on par because you, you're seeing, again, because you understand the park, you understand the vision, you're seeing what the outside world and what is going on out there is impacting what this world is. Mm. Yep. And I'm kind of sad about that. I must be honest with you because I always thought that Disneyland should be independent as almost like a time capsule. But there's they also walk the fine line of staying current and staying fu- uh, futuristic. But I never thought that Disneyland should ever take the role of being dictated to by the outside cultures. I always thought everything, yep. everything was within the berms. Yep. And that's how I get it. it. I mean, yep. so. And, you know, but I think, I think what you're feeling is, and, and I agree with you, um, but I think what you're feeling is direct re- reflection of the populace. Yeah. So the fact that that's shrinking is because the populace, again, doesn't understand it. That's why going back to my diatribe from four, it's just because they don't, it's not an understanding of what's going on. So because they don't get it, yeah. they don't know it. And it's not out of just them being, of people being dumb. It's just a matter of people just not knowing. And, um, and since they don't have that, they don't, that appeal of it is not there. If they had an understanding of it, then that appeal would still remain. And so, and hence that appeal would then keep preserve that. But because people don't understand it, the appeal drops and then Disney as the theme park it's responsible for them really to be just like we have to reflect what our people our consumers our you know followers are interested in Mm -hmm. so yeah you definitely I agree with you but I think we because I think we look at it from a little bit different angle than the majority of the population I, yeah, I cannot disagree with you on yeah. that. So I, I, I'm sad, too, because I think, like I said, I grew up playing Cowboys and Indians, too. <laughs> I, I didn't find an offense of me going bang, bang. No, I, I think I switched sides multiple times. Yeah, oh, I, I, we took our turns. I mean, yeah. I, I didn't shy away from being an Indian. You know, we no. would do the, the politically incorrect and run around with headdresses and try to do bone arrows and the whole thing. And, it, and it, you know, it wasn't even... You know, and to us as kids, it was not like we're being like, oh, we're the bad Indians. It was mm-hmm. just, you know, we're just going against somebody else. It's like, so I'll be a cowboy now. You can be the Indian now. And it wasn't even, it was just like teams, you know. It's like, so you're blue team now, and I'm red team now. You know, going right, to the absolutely. Halo, it's like we're reds and blues. So, you know, and to me, that's why I think too many people. It's like, as long as you teach people and kids the culture, that's what you need to do. Sure. Yep. Right on. All right, I think I'm tapped out. Really? You're yeah. done? Let's see. I, I, did you go through all your notes? Hold on. I think I did. Show notes. Yeah. Show notes. Should Disneyland Yeah, no, you know. It, it, it's, it's you know, it, it's it, a lot of, whenever you get into t- uh, passionate topics, um, you're going to have an, a, an amount of feelings that are going to be super 
super super passionate and, and that's what came out in both of us and and there's going to be people who are going to absolutely wholeheartedly disagree with us and that's fine that's what sure. makes it great i mean that's what makes uh this country great is is understanding that uh we can disagree um but i think what we all need to understand and i think everyone who listens to this and you're in you're listening to this because you have an equal love of of disney and and i know I've had plenty of discussions with people who, who look at it differently than I do. Um, mm. But I think we have to appreciate what his vision was. Absolutely. And a lot of people that, that, that get angry either don't understand their pre- don't understand it or dispute it differently, and, and that's fine. But it's just, you know, the true genius, like I was saying, it's just, just think about the genius of that park done in such a way that you don't even understand what's going on to a lot of people. You don't <laughs> no. even realize no. how how... You're being shown and taught what what the history of our country is. And it's just, it's amazing to me when you really think about it. And, and so I think people out there would do themselves some good to truly, like when next time they go to the park and they hear this and they hadn't thought of anything that we just brought up, next time you go to the park, think about that as you're walking through. Think about mainland when you're coming, when you're coming through. I know the train's not there and you're not going to hear the whistle. Sorry. I'm really sad for you, and I'm sad for me. Not to confuse people, but I think you mean Main Street USA. Yeah, Main Street USA. Okay, okay. So you're coming. You're going to hear the main station. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. And you're going to walk through, and I hope you understand. Like, hopefully, at the bare minimum, whether you agree with me or disagree with me, but hopefully, you can look at it and and, and get the new appreciation of mm. of what it really was at the beginning, and what those each one of those segments, um, each one of those lands truly represent Mm -hmm. and 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 i hope you get a can walk through with a uh, maybe a different view if not a new appreciation right for for what each one of those and and again the genius of what each one of those lands mean and represent absolutely yeah i mean yeah i mean take a look around take your time and look around um and breathe it in and watch everything and try to get what is being presented to you um and on that note, I would say that the the, the very next time you go, um, no matter where you are around dusk, just before sunsets, make your way over to Main Street USA to Town Square um, because they have, ever since day one, they've always done this uh, flag, flag um, mm-hmm. retreat. And if you've never seen it, and for someone like me who doesn't get really emotional or i'm quite i'm i'm quite stoic by nature yep. um it's very i have very hard time fighting back tears I, i've lost it once when i've seen um you know mil- like veterans mm-hmm. um even american indians yeah standing there and when they do it and the and the band plays you just sit there in silence and you're thinking wow okay yeah. here we are we've got yep. you know just beyond the berm over there, there's Jungle Cruise going on. There's some guy firing cap gun. And then just beyond that, there's Indiana Jones. And behind me, there's you know, Space Mountain and everything. But if you can block all that out of your mind and and just take take less than five minutes out of your day to do that, you it, it, it's it's moving. Um, it, it's it's special. It yeah. really is special. And um, like I said, if, if, you, if, if you love um, Disneyland and if you love this country... Um, it's it's one of those things that you can't help but be moved. Like I said, I, I I've only really seen it once, mm-hmm. and um, 
yeah, and I had a tear. Um, you can't help it because it's one of those things that you understand um, what what the, the whole thing represents. And yep. it's so much – words don't even need to be said because no. it's, it's all visual and it's just – if you understand what our flag means and understand what veterans have put through and, and, and Indians have put through or whatever it is that, that are out there, you truly are honoring and respecting thousands upon thousands of people that have done so much. And again, that's why this whole thing um, kind of speaks to honoring that. And it is a true honor um, that people need to understand to witness something like that. And it's a true honor to to uh, to be where you are mm. uh, and understand that, that because of sacrifice of thousands and thousands of people, you're lucky enough to be where you're standing. And um, that's forgotten a lot. And, and again, that's why it's just genius what he does. Absolutely. Yep. Right on. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for listening tonight. Absolutely. Uh, or today or whenever you are listening. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my co-host is Udi. And if you guys like uh, Udi's uh, comments and his thoughts about stuff, and like I said before, there's no reason why you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> there's um, plenty of reasons in my yeah. <laughs> Where else can people find you, Udi? Uh, let's see. If you want to find me on social, on the socials, uh, it's Twitter. It's uh, Hackscully at Twitter.com. Um, I do have an Instagram page, too. It's the same thing, Hackscully Instagram. Um, I also do a – and I'll plug it again like I was – like, you know. Uh, I do another podcast, um, Bad or Bad, which we do movie reviews, and we also do a small uh, a small little video. Mm. Uh, it's called uh, Bad or Bad Bad Size, and you can find that on uh, BadOrBad.com. Uh, you can find our podcast on iTunes. Uh, you can also find our Bite Sized on two different spots. Uh, you can find it on YouTube on either Bad or Bad's uh, YouTube channel, or you can find it also on Leon Terra's uh, um, YouTube channel. Um, Leon Terra is kind of like a silent guy who's helped Mark mm. here with some of the engineering stuff. And Absolutely, he's, he's yes. actually pretty damn brilliant. Uh, go check out his vlogs and his videos. It's, it's worth the watch. Yeah. Yep. And for us, you can leave a comment on iTunes or go to Leaving Today Pod on Twitter or go to, to leavingtodaypodcast.com and comment on the show itself. Yep. Tell us good. Tell us bad. Yeah. We take all. Absolutely. If you have any questions, we'll, we will try to answer them. Absolutely. Yeah. And thanks again for listening. Thank you very much. And Appreciate you, it. Yep. See you guys in the parks. Yep. Right, bye. Bye. bye.